Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. We have a super fun conversation planned for you all today. We're going to talk a little bit about innovation, skating to where the puck is going, and how community matters in the world of online education. I'm so excited to have with me here today, Pat Flynn and Matt Gartland, his CEO, and they are going to be sharing a little bit about this new kind of innovative approach to online education that they're bringing. But before we go there, Pat, you have been there and done that in the online world. You are one of the like, the OGs, right? Like you've built this amazing career online. You've built a lot of trust with the market. You've kind of um, zigged in and out of different spaces. So I would love for you to tell just a little bit of your story and background. And then uh, let's bring Matt in. How did you guys find each other? How did you come together with SPI Media? And then we'll talk a little bit about where things are going from here. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it. And thank you to all of you for spending time with, with us today. Um, my story starts in 08, actually, during the Great Recession. I was on my way to becoming an architect. I got laid off. It's very yeah. tough. I didn't know what I was going to do. And that's actually where I discovered podcasts for the first time because it was, wow, free information. And there was a lot of people teaching online business. Some of them were better than others. And I found one that I really loved because they were very relatable. And these guys, Jeremy and, and Jason, were teaching online business through storytelling. And one of the stories they told was about a guy uh, named Cornelius Fitchner who was helping people pass the PM exam or the project management exam. And I was uh, like in my car listening to this episode and he was making six figures a year helping people pass an exam, but online. And remember, this is in 08 and that was kind of different. Nobody was really doing this, but these guys were showcasing these stories. And I said, you know what? Wow, I've taken so many exams as an architect. Um, many of them were very, very hard and there weren't a lot of resources online and that's probably where things are going. So I wonder, might I be able to create a resource online for one of the exams? And that's exactly what I did. I created a website called Green Exam Academy. Green Exam because the exam was in particular about building green buildings and sustainable design and such. Very niche, right? A niche and a niche and a niche essentially. Yeah. And this website, like within a few months started to rank really high in Google. And then eventually I published a study guide. And in October of 2008, with a $19.99 study guide, I had made $7,908.55. And that was two and a half times more than what I was making as an architect. And I was yeah. like, this is wild. And mm -hmm. I always thought like the FBI was gonna come and SWAT team me because this just was like not supposed to happen, right? It felt almost, it didn't feel real at all. And the cool part about it and very much influenced by Tim Ferriss, who was writing the four hour work week at the time or, or who had just came out with it. It was like, well, I could build this business in a way that works on its own. Uh, it could serve an audience even while I'm sleeping, for example, and anybody around the world could purchase my study guide and I could wake up in the morning and boom, there's more money in my PayPal account. And that just continued to grow and grow and grow. And many people around the time were like, Pat, how did you do this? Can you just tell us exactly what happened? So I built another website called Smart Passive Income, which is where most people know me from now, yes. where I started teaching this stuff and not teaching it like I knew everything, but teaching it like you're just kind of along the ride with me. Here's what's yeah. working. Here's what's not. Here's what I wish I'd done differently. And then I, I, also, I was also sharing how much money I was making and where it was coming from, which I think put me on the map because nobody else was doing that. 
Yeah. And that brand continued to grow from a blog to then a YouTube channel, No9, to then a podcast in 2010. And the podcast is really what launched the business into the stratosphere and all the relationships that were built from that. And then books came about. And then that's where Matt came in because I had my very first book project in 2013 or 2012, it was it was in production. And Matt had a company that I could hire to help me edit this book. And I'll let Matt maybe pick up from here, but I really loved the way Matt did what he did. After we worked on that project together, I was like, Matt, we need to do more. And so I'll yeah. let Matt pick up from, from there. Yeah, our stories were very, um, almost serendipitous uh, in terms of timing and, and other factors. So I had just left uh, a corporate career, uh, a six-figure career, uh, but it had always had that entrepreneurial drive within me. So uh, probably maybe like a lot of folks listening, kind of trying to think about leaving something maybe safe and secure or perceived to be that and get into entrepreneurial waters. But there's just so much opportunity online. So I started in the creator space, but on uh, the services side. So I started to build up a, a creativity agency or a, a creative studio that then was working with authors and podcasters and writers and bloggers, uh, even before the term creator came about to kind of become sort of the all-in idea, right? Yeah. And had uh, started to develop a lot of relationships like, you know, similar to Pat. And then, yeah, we crossed paths in 2012, started working on his first uh, book project, Let Go, a really great memoir uh, project. And we started to see like other opportunities as Pat was just kind of teeing up there for like how we could deliver story uh, in different ways. Pat's story, sort of yeah. the broader story of folks that were starting to really learn and garner success through the teachings that Pat was delivering, you know, through SPI. Uh, and it just spoke to me in terms of my own sort of spirit and my own kind of core values as an entrepreneur myself. So. Yeah, we just kept doing projects together, bigger projects. We got into you know online courses. We took over uh, producing the podcast. Uh, we helped out with some of the other niche projects like Food Trucker Pack. You know, uh, came along down the line. So we just kept doing more and more, and kind of became thicker thieves, if you will, you know, together. And then all the way to 2018, where it's like, holy heck, we become really close friends. We were doing so much together. Both companies kind of had grown pretty well, you know, independently. But it's like, yeah. let's just tie the knot. Like, like, let's just go all in on the best thing that we have, which is each other. Uh, so that's yeah. what we did uh, in 2018. It's the most special relationship, like, obviously, besides like your life partner, right? <laughs> like you have your life partner and then you have like your your person, right? Like to me, mm -hmm. like Danielle Ceballos is like the president of, uh, you know, three of my companies. And that relationship to be able to find that person that you can like, be completely aligned with, challenge each other, ideate together, innovate together, disrupt, also correct each other, call mm -hmm. each other out, be like, I'm calling BS, like, no, we're not, right? Um, it's, it's so awesome that, that you both found that. And I love, Pat, that you are really looking to innovate the way that you are because you had a wildly su successful career online like years ago. You know, mm -hmm. I remember being a new entrepreneur and you were someone that was already very well established in the online space, having a lot of success with the podcast, with sponsorships, with affiliates. I love to see you stretching and innovating and exploring these new spaces. So talk to me a little bit about like, I would love to hear a little bit about the process of how innovation works between the two of you guys and how you think about kind of zigging when everyone else zags. Because Pat, you did that with kind of, um, you know, sharing income online. You did that with teaching affiliates the way that you did. No one was mm -hmm. really doing that. When, when you came out with Smart Passive Income, like you almost introduced a whole new 
uh, business. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really visionary what you were doing and now you're looking to do that again. So I want to talk and explore and stretch a little bit around this idea of innovation, because I think a lot of people are scared to innovate. And yet if you don't innovate, you stagnate. And a lot of why people are struggling online right now is that they're saying and doing what everyone else is saying and doing, and therefore no one can tell them apart from anyone else. So -hmm. let's talk about this idea of innovation. Like, I want to hear, like, how do you guys get down to it? Yeah, thank you. And 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 I, I do want to carry more of what you said about the partnership real quick, because we also uh, celebrate together and we cry together. That's a really yeah. important part of the process <laughs> yes. uh, as well, as, as I'm sure you know. Um, but the and innovation- is there a lot of cursing that goes on back and forth as well? Like, um, no, we're, we're not from Pat. That. Sometimes maybe, <laughs> no, it's usually Pat. both of us cursing at the same thing. Uh, is, yes, is what, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. Not at each other. Uh, right. But yes, yes. Right. Okay, um, go ahead. No, the, the innovation is key, but it's it's interesting because when people tell me, Pat, like you were so novel in this and I was like, was I like I was just maybe because I was approaching it from completely new on the outside yeah. and just was like, to me, it was just so obvious why I should do that, why I should share my income. If people are going to be uh, investing their time and potentially money with me, then I need to be fully upfront. Like when you invest in the stock market, companies give you a quarterly report yeah. to show you how they're doing. And yeah. so I was like, well, first principles, let me go back to the to the, yeah. to the raw basics. If I need people to trust me, then I need people to know all the things that are going on. So let me share all these things. Yeah. And then it was just kind of almost, it took me aback like, wow, Pat, this is amazing. Like, thank you for being so honest. And I was like, does that mean everybody else is not? Um, right. Okay. Uh, and, and then the other parts of this, uh, uh, it, like you said, if you just kind of stay stagnant, then, then you're not going to grow. You're not going to innovate. And for me, yeah. I actually have learned over the years that growth comes with discomfort. You have to push yourself Absolutely. outside of those boundaries of comfort. And I, I actually yeah. try to look for things that are challenging that do make me have that feeling on the inside, like, oh my gosh, this, this, could not work or it might break or it might ruffle a few feathers. But that's again where growth happens and where people start to talk about things, whether they work or not, it's always going to work in our favor because we're always going to keep getting up and keep going. Right. And, and, and that's exactly it. Right. So the, the innovation also comes very important, not from what we think will work, but it's because of what we know the community needs. Yes. The beauty of the community that we've built and the audience that I've built over time is that I now have a direct connection with them. That trust comes along with that. We now have DMs and I'm reaching out to them. We're having conversations. And so the guesswork is no longer there. We're no longer guessing. We are putting things in, 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 in the right order to hopefully best serve our audience. Cause that's what always drives our decisions. Yeah. What best serves our audience? Our earnings are a byproduct of how well we serve our audience. So why not figure out what the audience wants and have conversations with them? That was another thing that when people told me, Pat, that's so innovative. I'm like, really? Cause I have conversations with new email subscribers every single month yeah. and people are like blown away by that. And I'm like, that again should be an obvious thing to do because those are your people who are warm and you need to know what exactly is going through their mind and the language that they're using so that you can create something that actually makes sense. And that reduces the amount of uh, uh, of inefficiencies and it helps increase the t- the how quick you can get to those results, which today people don't need the information as much anymore. Information is freely available everywhere. It's okay. it's how quick they can get to that result and the community that can help them get there and the encouragement, the accountability, uh, et cetera. 
Yeah, I, I want to unpack a couple things that you said there, and I there were there were so many things going through my mind when you were saying that that I'm I can't even remember everything that you said. But I'm, I I want to unpack a couple ideas that are very very crucial for the listeners of the show here. You know, a lot of business owners really struggle creating things in a vacuum and then finding a lack of response or a lack mm-hmm. of reciprocation from the audience. And it's because they are not speaking to human beings. This world of online marketing gives us massive accessibility and instant accessibility, but we've forgotten how to use it. And you just brought up perhaps one of the most important business principles in terms of like ensuring your success out of the gate before you even like take a step. If you just talk to your people, like have conversations with the people, why are you here? What do you want to learn? What are you looking for? What are you not finding other communities that you're in? What were you disappointed in, in products that you've bought in the past? What were you hoping to find in, in this thing that you're investing in now? You know, I think that point that you just made about the fact that you talk to new email subscribers every single month, and and you're creating based on their feedback. It sounds like that's so simple. And yet I find that I think everything is so easy and so accessible now that for a lot of people, it's become hard because we've forgotten mm-hmm. the basics. And that's one of those basic fundamentals in business. So I, I love that you shared that. And I, I think just it's, it's a great reminder for everyone. I think that a lot of business owners have utilized tech and it's created a lot of barriers between them and and people and human. And so they're not getting that direct feedback. And then they are guessing. They they right. are making things up as they go without, you know, feedback. And I think a lot of people think, oh, Pat Flynn, you have an audience of millions. Of course you can do this because you have this established brand. No, you can do that if you have five followers on social media. You can do that as you build a new social media account from nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that you share that. And it is, it's the other point that you made was that what you're doing isn't novel. It's just listening to what people need and, and responding and creating it. But I think it's having the courage also to step outside of what you're already doing and being willing to create something new that there isn't necessarily a blueprint for. The other thing that is a double-edged sword is in this world that we live in, information is so accessible. Blueprints are so easy to get your hands on, models and formulas and coaches and structures that the same thing that's happening in the movies where all they're doing is reproducing movies that were already made, that's what's happening in business, right? Instead of people saying, oh my gosh, you know, this is a gap in the market. This is something that no one's addressing. I'm hearing this thing over and over again. Let me address it, which is exactly what you guys are doing, you know, with this new work that you're creating. So um, I don't know, Matt, maybe you want to introduce a little bit of, of the new, the new work that you guys are creating and what you're launching as we speak. Yeah, it's it's in a great setup and segue. Thank you. Uh, we completely agree with so many of the points, especially from like a, a genuine business perspective, thinking about yeah. gaps in markets and thinking about yeah. defensible positions in terms of business strategy. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll add quickly before we yeah talk about you know our new thing is that it, it's one thing to. I guess, characterize like the, the freely accessible um, avalanche of information that's been building up online for years now. But it's also then like a weakening of the business models, right? Because that's just oh less defensible. Um, and not just even the information, but like what, what the information represents, which is the expertise. Increasingly, people's expertise is less defensible and less in demand. At least that's I, some of our kind of like 
you know, spicy opinion over here, right? Um, a thousand just because percent. of the volume and, mm-hmm. and, and the race to the bottom on price and, and all of these other components, you know, when we kind of take a, an economic sort of, uh, I would say, analysis, right, in terms of what's going on. Zero but, barrier to entry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but what is uh, more defensible, what is much, much harder to replicate, right, if we, again, just think almost some uh, more pure business economics and MBA language, is community uh, a real community, not to be confused yes. with audience building. You know, audience building is really important, and we've invested in that and continue to invest in that, and we teach it. But those are, you know, certainly broadcast-oriented messages and communications to build relationships, but largely like with Pat or like with me or like with the creator at the center of the brand. Yeah, it's not possible, or it's not nearly as easy to create peer-to-peer relationships in the Mm -hmm. audience building space. So that's the primary difference with community. Mm -hmm. So with our ability to build real community and galvanize peer-to-peer relationships and be able to create private networks and to be able to facilitate learning development and pursuit of learning objectives, actual outcomes, and then be able to stack and compound those outcomes together within a guarded environment. Like I challenge anyone to be able to replicate how we're doing it. They can build it for themselves and then that's unique for them, but they're never gonna be able to replicate our magic, right? Inside of our like SPI pro community. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, a bit maybe of an extended lead way to what we're doing. But in terms of our innovation, we're building a very intentional community first products. Uh, our company now has taken this big strategic shift uh, driven by vision, uh, Pat and me together to be like, we are a community company. We're going to create community products. These are the things that we sell and sell proudly because our members that choose to invest in us, they're investing in their own value back, right? Because yes. of what we can deliver. So yeah, so our all access pass, you know, is yes. is this um, hybridization of our uh, premium and uh, very successful education products with community, and we invite then you know folks that are getting started with their entrepreneurial journey and want to accelerate through it, you know, at, at different points in that journey into what we call pathways that are you know curriculum focused but with learning outcomes, and we believe very strongly um, that this is like where the puck is going to go back to that that framing in terms of how people want to study and gather and learn together online in pursuit of real results and real outcomes. I've shared on many occasions that we get podcast sponsorship pitches every single week. And for years now, we've declined every single one of them. But recently, I came across an opportunity to share a resource, a team, and just an overall incredible human being with you that I felt was important to take action on. And today, I'm excited to have this episode sponsored by my friend, Heather Chauvin. Now, for each and every one of us, we know how much energy impacts our results. I know you want to feel energized, encouraged. You want to increase your self-trust. You want to feel all the afters, right? And so I am bringing to you a special resource today by Heather Chauvin, author of Dying to Be a Good Mother and the wildly popular podcast, Emotionally Uncomfortable, to bring you this episode. In order to feel all of those afters, first need to get clear on the before. So Heather has created an energy finder quiz, which is going to help you to identify where to focus so that you can conquer your energy leaks and step into becoming the best version of you. If you are ready to take back control of your time and your energy, you can go to heatherchauvin.com forward slash Kelly 
that's heatherchauvin.com forward slash Kelly to take the quiz. And when you do, you're going to get some amazing resources that are going to help you to better leverage everything that you are learning and hearing here on the show and to step into that next version of you. So go ahead and take action now. Pat, I would love to ask you when when you think about, you know, Matt, you you mentioned the distinction, right, between audience building and community building. When you think about those distinctions, Pat, what would you say are like the pillars or or the distinctions where you would really separate those two? Yeah, I mean, experience is number one. You know, I wrote yeah. a book called Superfans that's all about creating experience within a brand, the experience yeah. that now from within can be shared and bring new people in from the inside, right? Um, and, and having the, the, those magical moments within. And so the difference here with the All Access Pass is, you know, before it was like, the equivalent would be like handing a textbook over to somebody and saying, hey, here's all the information. Right. Uh, good luck, like, go get it. And that, as you know, as a student and somebody like who's gone through high school and college, it's like, that's not a great way to learn, right? And that's not going to motivate you, especially if there's like no grade at the end of the year for you to motivate you to get into college or something, right? Versus what we're doing is like, hey, here's, here is the library that you have access to. But before you go and dive into any one of those books, let's figure out where you're at first. And then let's tell you which four books you need to to, to, to consume and, wit, and in what order. And by the way, here's a whole bunch of other people who are literally at the same place that you are and you all can support each other and we'll guide you and we'll facilitate. But the magic is not just in what's in the books anymore. The magic is in people together reading the same books together. It's the difference between reading a book by yourself and then going to a book club and having the ability to have somebody else like, open up your mind to something. It. Exactly. Yes, like, oh, I didn't yes. read that in that paragraph. You totally, I love the way you frame that. Now it's more memorable. Now you're more likely to go through it because it's the same thing, like going to the gym by yourself versus going with a friend who's there to call you at 5 a.m. because they're waiting for you outside. You're going to get up and go, go to get them, right? So. We're, we're trying to create that sort of feel within the online business space. You know, the, the, there, there's so many analogies here. It's, it's like um, going to the restaurant to eat by yourself and, um, and maybe it's like buffet style. Okay, that's one thing. Or you go to this restaurant, you sit down, there's people you could talk to, share stories with each other. And then we are here as Team SBI to serve you different dishes in a very specific order. And, and, and the different courses created an experience along the way. And now we know we're gonna get better Yelp reviews on the restaurant uh, segment of, of Yelp because of that, right? So, I mean, this just makes sense. And we've micro tested this. We have built communities before, and we have also run cohort-based courses, which are more intensive, right? Like two times a week coming on for two, Two hours each each week and 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 going through it that way this is sort of the best of both worlds where you can still work through these things asynchronously different people have different schedules and aren't able to always make those live things but just knowing you have access to people like us and people like you is really where the magic is happening and this is i mean we are we've put time money we've hired specifically for this and we want to set the example for other educators online to show how one can put community and courses together. This is what we're calling community powered courses. We didn't coin that term, but we're, we're, we're there. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That is super exciting. And it, it's great. It's absolutely the next uh, evolution for sure. I mean, I think that first of all, psychologically, there's so much research just around entrepreneurship, 100%. belonging, isolation, uh, desire for connection, all of those things. And, and it's also saying that not only is that such a great need that's not being met, 
But also on the flip side, people are feeling that the more that they're connected online, they're actually feeling more disconnected. So it's actually worsening. So I Mm -hmm. think the fact that you're leading the charge with creating connection with people that are investing in themselves, that have this common interest, that want to learn and grow, and then it's it's elevating that learning experience. And like you said, kind of like the book club, like where you challenge each other, you ask questions, you have dialogue. It takes something that was already meaningful and powerful, but it really helps the person to understand it and to implement it and to get bigger and better results from it. But I think it also serves a really important human need need, not just an educational need. I think it's going to make a really big difference for people on their journey. Right. right. Oh, absolutely. And and the economics of this are amazing as well, you know, um, because we sell our individual online courses, the DIY, like the textbook for yeah. like $499. And we sold over $5 million of online courses since 2017. Yeah. But now, instead of just the one course you can get on your own, you can get access to the All Access Pass, which gives you access to 17 different courses and, wor- and workshops. But again, not all at the same time. We will guide you through. You yeah. have access to a community now. You have access to us and support yeah. for $59 a month. That's what we're starting yeah. with for our founding pi- members price. So the barrier to entry is lower. And yes, we're quote unquote losing money up front, you know, 499 versus 59. But the idea being there's going to be so much more value here that eventually that monthly payment will surpass what we could have made as a one-time payment because people will come for the content, but then stay for the community um, as we often hear. So a thousand percent. And and not only that, I mean, I've been talking a lot on the show about, you know, with the with the change of the economic cycle and the change that's transpired in 2022, like having an internal buyers list of people that know, like, trust and have already bought from you is mm-hmm. the most important thing going into this next cycle. Like you can sell anything in large scale if you have enough people that have bought a lower ticket thing and had an over the top experience, right? And then right. you can, once you have people that are, you know, doing this all access pass, I mean, they're gonna ex- enjoy the experience, they're gonna get results from it, they're gonna love the community, but guess what? The two of you are innovators and two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, as you're up leveling and releasing new things, all of these people are going to want to come with you. They're going to want right. to be a part of whatever you do next. So there's, it's not just like the, the economics of now, but I think the economics of what it does for the brand is, is massive and just being mm-hmm. thoughtful about experience. Kelly, that's fantastic. If I can chime in on that um, further, I, I think it's really interesting to see how, at least in our opinion, how the KPI changes when we think about these different ways to connect with people and serve them and educate with them. You know, with with online course sales, because you know, largely historically, these are one-time purchase, uh, you know, events, right? Sort of as a as a decision point for a consumer, uh, and maybe there's some some post education experiences. We try to invite them into you know a student group on Facebook or something like yeah. that. You know, the, the driving KPI is just how many units can we sell, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, traditional launch model, maybe we have some JV partners to try to, you know, amplify, you know, the reach. And then it's like, okay, cool, how, how many units can we sell? Because that's driving of the of the revenue mm-hmm. figure. But with this different approach, this different, you know, fundamentally different product type, you know, we think about lifetime value, right? Because these these yeah. are recurring revenue-based products for the company. Yeah. Um, and there is, in our opinion, a very strong symmetry between like the LTV for us and the LTV, if you will, for them. You know, if they can yeah. get value out of, you know, the first few months of going through, you know, some of our pathways, 
and get results and grow and develop more confidence, then they're going to stay with us and they're going to continue to learn and grow and develop their own, you know, yes. success or balloon that, right? So I, mm-hmm. it's a really interesting way, I think, to like shift the headspace to think about, you know, what are we really trying to even measure and, and what is our definition of success economically speaking? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're very much rooted in lifetime value yeah. uh, more than just like units. <laughs> You guys are speaking my language. This is like my jam right here. I'm 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 loving it. It's 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 what's needed. It's great. Sorry, go ahead, Pat. No, no, it's it's okay. I just wanted. To, I get really excited about this stuff, and and the beauty of this. <laughs> especially with longer and lifetime value uh, much higher uh, because of those experiences you're creating, you don't need a huge community to make this amazing, yes. right? You don't right. need a million followers, subscribers. Right. You don't even need a thousand, like even just a core group of people who yeah. now you go deeper with, right? Even in our, um, first community that we created SPI pro, uh, which was our first, um, our first take at community and how to, you know, learning all the ins and outs about it and mastering that. Um, you know, instead of let's figure out how to get more people into it, how do we even better serve uh, yes. the people who are in there? And yes. as you'll find with any community, there's going to be sub communities within that community who might need more of you or a different uh, yes. side of you. And so Matt has taken the charge and led what's called the MBA program in SPI Pro, which is for an invite only group. And of course, we charge a lot more for that, but people are getting even more value, direct access yes. to Matt, not just about like podcasting, affiliate marketing, email marketing, but literally um, predictable business models and the legal stuff and the admin stuff the yeah. stuff that Matt's so great at uh, to help a business become even more clean and 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 proper and you know future proof. So uh, you uh, again with the same people who had already paid to your point earlier. Your best customers are your existing customers, and instead so of going. Ten miles wide, one inch deep. We go one inch wide, ten miles deep with them, and there's 100%. likely even more opportunity for us if we wanted to do in-person events for these people, and you know, rent out an Airbnb somewhere and mastermind in person and charge a lot more for that, but create an even heightened experience from there with literally the same group of people. Yeah. Um, Exactly. No, the yeah. sky's the limit. And and I found too, you know, over the course, and I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you see this as well, Pat, but. Part of the the fascination, I think, of people when they come into our communities and like link with our brand is they enjoy watching your evolution and how you're leading as much as they enjoy the learning. So as you then begin to expand upon that experience for them and extend that community and the way that you're engaging with them, people will want to continue forward with you because they're like, he's doing what now? Right? Like, I want to be there for that. I want to experience that. But I've never been uh, huge into the traditional course model where people are like passively going through education. I obviously teach and sell very high ticket, very high touch. But as the economy started to shift, we started doing, um, you know, more like on-demand education, but with a human element. I have a big Mm -hmm. team and we found this year that like 85 to 90% of our high ticket salespeople coming in between 30 and 100,000 a year came from people that bought a low ticket course, but we just added a little bit of human touch to like emphasize the community and keep them progressing through. So I think what you're what you're doing with with what you're creating here, I think it's going to be massively helpful for the whole digital creator community, because I think a lot of them are getting really stuck 
because Mm -hmm. they've been taught, like you said earlier, Matt, they've been taught to focus on units. And so they sell units. But the problem is lots of those units that they sold, no one ever completes the course material. They don't really know anyone. They're not talking to anyone. There's no community. There's no human touch. And you're kind of shifting that whole conversation to where it's like, look at every sale that you're making through that lens of lifetime value, which I think is the most important metric anyway. But I I love that you're shifting that whole conversation. I think it's not just the people that are learning from you. I think the people engaging and interacting with the brand that are digital creators themselves are really going to gain a business education by you sharing this new model with the world. So I give Mm. just a lot of kudos to you guys for that, because I think it's really, really going to help a lot of businesses that are kind of getting stuck in that trap, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Um, Another element here is just the responsibility. I think that if I feel it in our entire team feels to lead by example, as we always have, so like if we didn't do this, like, at least on some part of the spectrum here, it's like, my gosh, like we're not representing what we know to be true, at least what we feel yeah. to be true in terms of what is the future and how can, you know, first time online entrepreneurs or even those that have been successful in the past, yep. but maybe are trying to, you know, do, you know, their next new thing. Like if, if we're not embodying the change that we see and we feel is necessary, then we're not living into that side of the responsibility because yeah. we exist to serve. For sure. So let me ask you guys, uh, share just, you know, for everyone that's listening to the show today that obviously they're going to want to check out what you guys are doing. Like, where do they go? Number one, where do they mm, learn more you. about it? Number two. Um, and then why don't you just share a little bit of kind of w- with the all access pass, like what some of the learning experiences are that they would get with sure. the all access pass. Th- thank you for that, Kelly. I appreciate it. We're, we're not here to to sell your audience on this, but if you want to see how yeah. it's going and see how it works and you know, if you're interested, awesome. Uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash all access will take you there. And you can see how we um, set this up, how we position it and how we talk yeah. about it and, and how, you know, how it serves the audience. And you're welcome to, you know, borrow and get inspiration from that for your own community as well. So uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash all access. Um, but in terms of like what happens there, you know, the pathways that Matt was talking about is really what's key because it would be one thing to just, and this has been common before, person who has a library of courses just saying, hey, you can get access to all of our courses now for this, yes. you know, large price. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And there's some savings there. But then again, if the student is still left to their own devices, that's actually worse. It's overwhelming. Now there's even yes. too many, there's too many options, right? Which exactly. is why the pathways and the guided experience is really what's key. So let's say you come in and you find out that you are literally just a starter. Cool. Well, you want to start with our course, Smart From Scratch, which is going to help you nail your niche and define your audience. Then from there, you go into build your brand that allows you to build your website and, and yeah. start to, you know, create some real estate online, your social media accounts, et cetera. And then the traffic building workshop to use just one or two strategies of the library of strategies in that workshop to start to just build awareness to what you're doing, whether it's uh, yeah. podcast guesting. Okay, cool. Go through that module yeah. inside of the traffic. So you can see how it like takes you on this journey. If you find that you already have a business and you want to amplify that through podcasting, well, then you go th- down the podcasting pathway. Yeah. You start with what is our most popular course, which is Power Up Podcasting. And then you can go into podcast advertising made easy. If you want to turn this into a video yeah. podcast, there's a, a workshop for that. And there's like, again, that pathway. There's specifically a monetization pathway. So cool. You have an audience already. Yeah. And there's rules like, hey, if you don't yet, then this this particular pathway is, you know, like you haven't yet unlocked this yet. Yeah. And 
currently we don't have it such that you have to complete these things before these things open, but yeah. these, these experiences are sort of mapped out for people. Yeah. But in the monetization yeah. section, cool. We teach you how to create online courses with heroic online courses, or perhaps affiliate marketing is the way you want to go. And we have a course for that. One course that's sort of inserted throughout most of the pathways is our email marketing magic course, which is very important because as you know, and as I'm yeah. sure your audience knows, email is a very much a, a power source for the, for the business that you might have. Um, so that's just an example of, of what yeah. it's like in there. I love it. I love it. Well, I appreciate it. It's, it's really, I love getting people on the show that are thinking deeply about how they can be change leaders and make a difference in the world, make tons of money doing it too. But like, I love the conviction of being the change in the space and, and leading the change with what you're doing. I think it's super exciting. I think it's going to make a big difference for a lot of people. I'm sure it's super fulfilling to be moving forward on this path. So appreciate you guys. It was really awesome having you here. Any final, any final pieces of advice or words of wisdom you want to share before we wrap up here today? From my side is that, uh, well, Kelly, first, just thanks for the opportunity to be here and kind of just tell the stories and, and try to serve others. Uh, and that I think how uh, it's kind of been popped up uh, a couple times today is like anyone can do this. Like you can start with community. It's, it is about even one of your original points that I love. It's about just talking to people, you know, and, and have like a genuine conversation, you know, and, and these are important life skills as, as much as they are business skills. So yeah. like if, if the, the sense of community as a business driver is you know, sounds appealing to, to, you know, folks out there, just like start talking to people that you already have relationships with, yeah. you know, as a part of your, your audience. And it doesn't have to be uh, a thousand or 10,000 people. So I think that's great. For sure. Love that. Thanks. For that. me to f finish up. And again, Kelly, thank you so much for, for having us here today to talk about this. We're really excited about it, obviously. Um, when we launched our first community in 2020, SPI Pro, we ran a survey and this survey was like, hey, what are you hoping to get out of your experience here in SPI Pro? And the thing that people wanted the least, like I think it was four or 5% of people even marked this as something they would ever want inside of SPI Pro was more content. Mm -hmm. People don't need more content. They want experience, yeah. they need connection. And you, anybody can create a safe space for people to come together. And the beauty is, yes, in, 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 in initially, it's gonna take work. It's gonna yeah. require active work to um, build the space in a way that, uh, you know, is welcoming and, and, and makes people feel safe to, to share. But eventually you can get to the point where almost like running a restaurant, you can be the owner with all the right team, all the right tables, plates, silverware, menu items that the restaurant just runs on its own. Yeah. And you can just go around and, and welcome people and make them feel special while sure. everything else is happening. And that's that's the end game. And, and, and we're grateful to be there here and, and to even create new experiences with all access. And uh, it's, it's exciting. I'm so excited. This is this yeah. is a new era. You guys are doing great work. Really excited to be a part of it. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Of course, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Make sure you follow Pat and Matt online, Pat Flynn, obviously. And uh, thank you guys for being here. It was a great conversation and excited to see you bring this to the world and, and make a big difference with it. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for amplifying it for us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.